Please note the information contained in this podcast is general in nature and does not take into consideration your personal circumstances. If you need advice, please seek out a licensed financial professional. Hello, I'm Dora Pappas. And I'm Greg Fay, and welcome to another awesome episode of Better Real Estate. How are you today? Oh, very well, thank you. We know selling your home is a big deal, and we also know most people want the process to be as smooth and as expedient as possible. That's right, Dora. Not only smooth and easy, they also want to get top dollar. And that's why in this episode, we'll be talking about easy maintenance fixes and staging ideas that will show your home off in its best light. We know you're going to love the tips we've got to share with you today. We've also got a handy checklist on preparing your home for sale, which you can download from the link in our show notes. Now, Greg, we know that selling your home is a stressful process. I think we've both been through it a few times. I've only done it once, Dora, but that was enough, I think. That's why I think I've been in my house for almost 20 years now because I do remember how stressful it was. I think I've done it about three or four times up till now. In fact, I really don't want to remember because I'm thinking about selling again. And if I do, I just think about all the packing. But more than that, I think about all the things that I have to do to prepare my home for sale. You can actually speak to that. What should people be doing if they want to sell their home and sell it reasonably quickly? Well, you've got to obviously appeal to the buyers and make it, uh, you know, a, a nice place where they can see themselves living. You know, the, the first thing you've got to do is look at your street appeal. People drive by, if not before the open inspection on inspection day, and if they see a house that's a bit shabby and, you know, they're just going to keep on going. And you need to attract them through that front gate and, and into your property so they can see themselves there. Yeah, first impressions really do count. It's, um, it's interesting. I've actually observed people driving past. So they've say yeah. one of my neighbours had their properties up for sale they do that slow drive by and you'd think, oh, yeah, I know exactly what you're doing. Yeah, and, and you want to yeah. ho- hook them in early. Absolutely. So what are some of the things that they can do? Well, for your street appeal, I mean, it's it's really si- the simple stuff. It's keep your garden tidy, prune all, all the loose bushes. Um, if, if you've got garden beds that are a bit uh, scrappy. Cra- scrappy and, yeah, uh, mulch them. Even a fresh layer of mulch can just neaten things up and make it look tidy. Uh, another thing you should do is uh, break out a pressure washer and give it a good clean. Clean your driveway, clean your uh, front path, even the footpath and the curb. I know people who have even done their neighbours' houses as well just <laughs> so they all look. It's a nice row and they go, it's oh, a look, nice- this is a nice neighbourhood. <laughs> it's a nice street. Everyone looks after their homes. Yeah, you don't have, <laughs> you don't have to go over the top with, you know, a massive spend on it. Now, obviously, if something's really poor, like your gutters are rusting out or something, then, you know, you might have to, it might be worth your while to look into that. But if your house is generally in good nick, there's a lot you can do just to, you know, give it a spruce up and, and make it look better. So basically what you're saying is your main expenditure will be the cost of your labour, which yeah, is which free. Is, well, yeah, it's yeah. just your time. Yeah. And, and you know, I mean, if if you can do it, I don't know, a couple of weekends, you know, if it improves the price of your home by a small percentage, that could be a lot of money. Yeah, it's quite amazing, isn't it, what um, what a few little things can do yeah. to add to the um, value of your home. Let's move inside now. What do you do there? On the inside, you, you don't really 
just want to spend a lot of dough. That's the main thing to avoid, like your kitchen, bathroom, renos, that sort of thing. You're unlikely to get your money back. Uh, and some people can walk in and and that gives them a fresh slate, a fresh opportunity, put their stamp on the home. They might see they can add value to it um, as well. So, I mean, the first thing you should do is just give it a good clean. People don't want to walk in a house and oh, gosh, I've got to do that. And, geez, that, yeah. you know, the bathroom, oh, I've got to do that. I, just it turns them off. Up. Yeah, it's yeah. just it's it's all about impressions. I mean, some things you might have gotten used to over the years. People are going to walk in and it sticks out like a sore thumb. Do you mean turn a blind eye to over the years? Well, yeah, turn it. Well, that yeah. So you've got to look in your house with a new eye. And I mean, maybe going into a few other inspections, which is also a good part of research uh, in your area, yep. just to see what's out there. Absolutely. What about property style? Get the pros in to make it look like it's out of the pages of a I think, magazine? I think there's definitely a place for um, property styling. Um, I do think, though, it depends on your budget. So yeah. you need to look at how much you've got to spend um, and what you can do in the first instance. So it might be you might have a few choices. You might have be able to completely have your property staged or you might mix in some of your own pieces as well. So see what you can do first. Yeah, I, I remember when we were selling um, my flat, Yeah, about, you know, about oh, – you know, 18 years ago, and it wasn't a big place. And we had a, I had a big um, black tab, dining table. You know, the black yes, I do. glossy furniture yeah. was oh, big in the in the, in the 80s, in the late 80s, 80s, late 80s, early 90s. Yes, and um, got rid of that and this massive TV cabinet that yep. my wife had bought. Yeah, yeah, just borrowed a friend's sort of glass table with a few little chairs and and just opened it right up. Sold the house in the, on the first weekend. Well, that's actually a really good trick using glass um, furniture or acrylic furniture if you've got a small space because you tend to look through it so therefore it doesn't eat up centimetres that you haven't got to spare, yeah. So especially in a small home. So, yes, that's one of the tricks that I would do as well. And we'll be talking to an expert about staging a little later on. Sold. Now we're going to be talking with Nikki Vass of Better Homes and Gardens Real Estate because we're going to get her top tips for selling your home. Nikki, hello and welcome to the show. Hello, thanks so much for having me. So we've been chatting about selling properties, something we've both done, but not for so many years or not in recent years. So we're really keen to hear about what it's like right now. What's the first step to take when selling your home? Right. So, I mean, there's lots of different ways to approach this. The best way would be to speak to real estate agents. Most people get three real estate agents in um, to get an appraisal and a bit of an idea for what they need to do to prepare their property ready for sale. And that can be a variety of different ways to go about preparing your property. It depends if it's rented, if you've got tenants in there at the moment, there's different steps you have to take, giving them notice, things like that. Uh, or you might just need to do a bit of a renovation, get it ready for sale, get it painted, replace the carpet. It really depends on the state of the property. So you want someone who's done it before. They've got a lot of experience, a lot of sales that they can show you, a lot of good um, testimonials and references. So, you know, they really do stand for what they believe in and they're not just they're talking for the sake of talking. They can actually show you their list of sales and what they've achieved in their career to date. So you've obviously got to get along. 
see eye to eye. But then the, the vendor also has to be honest with the agent and let them know, you know, I'm a bit strapped at the moment. I don't have any money to renovate. Or if I was to put in some money, how much do you think I could possibly get back once I've sold? And is it worth it? So, for instance, we went and looked at a property that had been rented. The owner had never spent any money on it and it was in a really poor state. So, my boss and I, we went in and we, we did an appraisal. We valued it at high sevens, maybe early eights. It was a nice two-bedroom apartment in Wollstonecraft, walking distance to the train station. Mm-hmm. So, in the end, we recommended that the owner should possibly spend some money and fix it up um, because other units in that block had sold for in the early millions. So she decided that she would take out a loan and she gave us $40,000 to do a renovation and we replaced all the carpet, put in a new kitchen, we jazzed up the bathroom, got the tiles all sprayed, did a full makeover, got it styled and the campaign lasted for four weeks. It went really well. We had so many people coming through the property and it sold at auction for just over a million dollars. Wow. So the, the owner was very happy. That's amazing. Actually, you just touched on something that I actually didn't know, that real estate agents could actually offer that full service, that sort of makeover service. So that's part of Better Homes and Gardens Real Estate, is it? Yeah, it's something that we do. Um, We've got trusted suppliers that can go in and we can turn a property around fairly fast depending on the condition it's in. But we have turned properties around in just about two weeks by the time we've you know, pulled the wardrobes out, put new carpet in, replaced all the lighting, anything that needs fixing, we get it fixed. You just don't want to be out there with a property that, you know, what's wrong with it? Why hasn't this been fixed? What else that we can't see that needs fixing? So we eliminate any kind of feelings of doubt that the buyer might have. Everything looks and smells fantastic. You've only got one opportunity to make a great first impression. So it it really is important that when they walk in, they get that nice feeling that it's been well loved, well cared for, nothing's broken, it smells fantastic and they want to live there or they want to buy it as an investment property. Can I ask you, do you bake the cookies as well? (laughs) <laughs> Sorry. We draw the line, baking. We're a bit too busy at the moment, that's for sure. I can imagine. I can imagine. So you basically um, project manage the um, – Does well, I guess I should ask that question again. The agent project manages the um, the renovation or the makeover? Yes. Okay. Yes, so that's, that's the way we've been – we've done about six in the last 12 months. So we have been getting in our painters, our trusted carpet suppliers, flooring guys, and they're all tradesmen that we use all the time. So we've got a large property management department with over 400 properties. So these tradesmen, they know us, we trust them. You know, there's there's no worry that they're not going to do a good job. And they'll come back like if... For instance, that apartment I was talking about, we had it all painted and then we got the kitchen fitted and the kitchen didn't go up right to the ceiling like we expected. So the painters just come back and fix it. No big deal. They, they're used to working with us and they're used to, you know, they, they go out of their way to make it easy on us. We give them a lot of work and they do fantastic work. So we really recommend our own trade. We don't get a kickback from them at all. You know, they're just nice that they like to work for us and they do a good job. So it makes the property easier for us to sell and 
yeah, gives the vendor a higher profit at the end of the day for doing the renovation. I know where I'm going when I want to sell my house. Normally, we can get a property on the market within five days from the time we go and take photographs. We normally write a script for the video. We film the video. We do all the copywriting, get it all ready in a nice little package that we call like your marketing campaign. And it goes out to all the big websites. We do a property book. We do the floor plan. We do everything that's involved in getting a property ready for sale. And we can have it on the market. Say, take, we start on the Monday, goes live on the Thursday afternoon. We're promoting the property from Thursday afternoon to the public. And we hold our first open house on the Saturday. Well, that was all fantastic info, Nikki. Thank you so much. Now, before you go, tell our listeners how they can get in touch with you. Yeah, so I'm Nikki. I'm from Better Homes and Gardens Real Estate in Crowsnest. Our number here is 94102277 and the website is bhgre.com.au. Well, yep. thanks so much, Nikki. That, that's all great info. Great. Welcome. Thanks so much. Greg, I found that really interesting, the fact that you can get your real estate agent to organise repairs for around your home, that it's, and then sometimes it's more than repairs, it's, you know, whole makeovers. Yeah, well, it, it saves the homeowner from, from doing it, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like if they don't know the tradies and they've got to go and get the quotes and, you know, risk getting ripped off and, you know, not too sure of what to do, it's sort of like a one-stop shop, isn't it? It is, totally, and I totally blew me away. I just thought I'd never heard of it before, had you? Surprised someone else hasn't come up with it before. Yeah, good idea. Up next, we're going to be talking about staging your home. So let's jump straight into it. Imogen, staging a property for sale can be really important in the process of selling a home, but some people may overlook it. Can you tell us why it's so important to stage your property? Yeah, sure. Have you ever been um, looking for a house and you've been to one of the open houses and you've walked in and the house is empty? Or you've walked into a house and it's um, just really cluttered and a bit dated and daggy? And then you walk into another house and it just feels right and everything's perfect and it's well decorated and your heartbeat starts, you know, bumping around and it just feels like the house for you. Yep. Well, staging is the difference that makes that difference. Literally, it takes uh, an unloved home and makes it into a house that's loved by the new buyers, basically. So, And, and once you've got somebody's heart, you've got their offers. And that's what staging does. You know, and simply put, Staging a house sells it quicker and it sells it for more money. So we're finding that houses that have been staged are selling twice as fast as houses that aren't staged. Um, and you're also getting a really fantastic um, return on your investment as well. So $5,000 spent on staging can easily get you $50,000 on your bottom line. Wow, that's an amazing return on investment, isn't it? Yeah, it's fantastic, yeah. Wow. When you go in, when when you go into a house, Imogen, do you? I mean, obviously, you know, everyone's house gets a bit of stuff accumulates here and there. Apart from sort of decluttering, do you give it a style? Do you um, work with what's there, or just completely new? I guess it, it depends on on what you've got to work with. But 
Yeah, it really depends. So most companies like mine would offer three different solutions for clients. Um, the first one is what we call a consult only. So that's just giving advice, basically. That takes from an hour to two hours. And we just walk all the way around the house um, and just offer advice on what needs to stay, what needs to be stored away, what clients might need to buy in terms of new bed linen or cushions or a lamp or a rug. Um, so that's one. Another one is we'd go to an empty house um, and it needs a full package of furniture. So we put all the furniture in. Um, and then there's a middle ground as well. Um, and that's called integrated staging. So we use what clients have got um, and then we layer in um, higher pieces as well. So the idea there is that nobody knows the stager has been and the house just looks like a really comfortable, beautiful house by the time we've finished. But importantly um, for a lot of my clients is that they can stay in the house whilst it's being staged. Yes. Yes, that's a beauty. And is there one that you prefer over the other? Like um, I guess I'm talking about the one where it's a bit either integrated or everything is brand new. Um, I know what I, I think I would prefer. But... <laughs> well, the brand, the brand new starting from scratch is easier. Yes. Um, a lot, lot easier because you've, you've got a blank piece of paper and you can just, um, yeah, put the furniture where you need it to go and everything. And no one's living in the house, so there's no compromise. But the other one as well, I really love doing because often it gives a really good result. And I yes. think um, a lot of people who've been to staged houses, the complaint that they make is that the house feels too staged and doesn't feel real. And if you do an integrated stage, it actually feels more real for a lot of people. And I don't think people buy magazine shoots. I think they buy real comfortable homes. No, I agree with you. Um, it was quite interesting. Uh, one of my neighbours was selling her home and um, she was going to have it staged. And, you know, of course I live next door to her and my, you know, um, claim to fame is I like decorating. And I said, oh, look, I'll let me help you. And we worked with what she had. and um, But she also bought in some new pieces and yeah. and the, and one of the things that happened or some of the comments that she got was oh it still feels like a home it was beautifully presented and she did all the work i must say i did i just walked around and said you know you need to do this this you need to get that blah 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 so i guess i did your number one um way of um consulting with new clients but um it actually the result was well worth it, whereas I think if it Absolutely. was... Absolutely, mm. yeah. And I, and I find also that I think some people think that property styling is putting furniture into vacant houses and therefore there's an assumption that they can't afford to do it. Yeah. Whereas if you just buy a little bit of time from a, a property stylist or even use a friend who's got a good eye like you, know, like you and your neighbour, yeah. um, you can actually um, change, change it immeasurably just by you know, often just taking things out, maybe repurposing rooms, moving furniture around, and then just um, shopping for certain items. And the items that um, I usually recommend are, you know, new bed linen, new cushions, maybe a lamp here and there, um, and and also just borrowing things from from people. So I'll have conversations with my clients and just say, well, we need an outdoor table. And they'll say, oh, my sister's got one. Great, bring it, bring it around. Or even we have people buying things on Facebook Marketplace or Gumtree, mm -hmm. um, and then and then selling it back at the end of it. So um, so for the for the consult only one, which you're just giving advice, you're really trying to um, think outside the box a little bit for your clients and just really help them, especially the ones that are on a budget. So staging helps, staging works at all price points um, and, and at all budgets. So in terms of um, pricing, what does a consult cost? 
So a consult, well, we all charge different things. So I charge yeah. 385, but you can get, and that's for two hours, but some people are charging around the, t- the 200 mark. But really that's, you know, for a lot of my clients, I say that's the best money they spent in the whole process because I think for, for a lot of people, they're too, they're too close to their house. They maybe have lived there for 20 years and they just, um, they can't see that maybe a dining room needs to be set up as a living room or um, that they've got too much stuff in their master bedroom. Yet they can't, they can't be objective about it. And I think bringing in a fresh pair of eyes who does this for a living mm. um, can reap huge rewards for, I th- I for think, clients, yeah. I think something that resonated with me was when you said moving furniture around. I think that um, is a great trick because, like you say, people get used to living the way everything is at the moment and your fresh set of eyes that might just tell them, oh, maybe you if you just turn that sofa on an angle or you put it against the window, not necessarily against the window, bring it in from um, the walls or the window, it makes a huge difference either to traffic flow. Yes, it absolutely flow. does. Yeah. yeah. And tra- it's interesting you say traffic show because flow because you need to be thinking about how people are going to be viewing your house. So when people are at an open house, they're walking around your house um, in a certain way. It's almost like walking through Ikea. You kind of get your little trail trail around. <laughs> so you need to be thinking about what people are seeing as they walk into a room. So a really good tip, often even for bedrooms, is to not hide the bed behind the door, is to put the bed so that you see the bed as you walk into the room and you see the pretty bit of the bed as you walk into the room. So you see the cushions and the art over it. So it's just little tips like that so that people are walking around your house and they're just seeing nice little setups or nice little um, vignettes. So it might be that you take out the TV and the TV unit and you put a sofa on a wall so that you walk in onto the sofa with a nice piece of artwork um, above it. So it's just thinking about your house. Really really your house isn't your house anymore. It's, it's, Oh, it's not a home anymore. It's a house and it needs to be marketed um, to a new, a new set of buyers. So it's just, it's how you live in your home and how you need to get your house presented are, are two very different things. And are you a proponent of, um, you know, getting rid of all your personal photos and things like that? Because we've been hearing that for years. Is that still very much the case or? Yeah, no, absolutely. Well, I've actually, sometimes I will have a little family photo here and then because that that goes back to it just feeling a bit more like a home but certainly things like um you know the big wedding photos mm. and not just that not just those personal things but things like um footy jerseys anything that's too kind of religious um you know pictures of guns I walked into a house oh. and there, was a picture, there was a picture of gun over the teenage boy's bed and I was like that needs to come down and they were like now Why? yeah yeah exactly so anything that's going to polarize people I think um and also we want people to be imagining them themselves in the house and if all they if all they're doing is seeing your house and it feels very personal um then they can't imagine themselves there true so Imogen apart from uh you know images of guns over beds and so on what are other <laughs> sort of common mistakes people make when they're staging their property or or, or preparing their, their house for sale um, you know what I mean well, even if of, they're not using of- a styling yeah, one of them would be not giving themselves enough time to do it. You know, sometimes I get agents ringing me up and they're saying, oh, we're taking the photos for this house next Tuesday and I want you to come and stage it. And I'll say, well, how long have the people lived there? And they'll say 30 years. I'm like, <laughs> how, could, how can you expect them to have sifted all of that 30 years out of the, out of the house in time? 
you know, and if I said to you, would you, would you work really hard for the next three weekends and I'll give you $30,000, would you do it? Yes. You know, yes, you would. <laughs> yes. So, yeah. And, and that kind of brings me on to another mistake that I think people make is that they just, they have this attitude of, well, we've never had to do it before. And actually that's true for a lot of houses. They never have to, had to do it before. This is a very young industry. Or the other thing they say to me is, oh, it's fine. People will be able to see through my stuff. Well, why take no, the chance? It, yeah, yeah why, why take the risk? And it's it's a beauty contest, really. There's a lot of houses on the market and, the, you know, whether you like it or not, the most beautiful ones are selling. Well, that's very true. So do you have um, a team that you can recommend as well? Yeah, so the furniture warehouse that I use here in Brisbane, they, they offer that as a service. So they will take my client's um, furniture away and just put it into the storage and then bring it and then take it to their, their new house. And I've also got painters and handymen and uh, new carpets, things like that. I've got I've got names of people. It's really overwhelming for yes. a lot of people and hard to be selling a house. So I think the more that I can take that away from people, the better. Yeah, and the easier pro- the easier that it is for the process, because people, you know, people are busy. But a lot of my clients are actually not selling for great reasons. There might be money issues or a divorce or ill health, and to be able to walk in and and help ease that process for that is um, a really rewarding part of my job. I think I'll. Um, do you um, want to move down to Sydney for when I sell my house? <laughs> You've just made it. You can fly me down, Dora. That's I fine. can fly you down. I think just, it will be worth it. You just said, Dora, you've done it. You've got experience. Ah, uh, yes, you, but I didn't have to do anything. It wasn't your. It no. wasn't your house. It yes. wasn't my house. Yes. Uh, well, and it's a, it's an interesting point, Dora, because when I get when I finally sell my house, I will get a property stylist in, and everyone laughs at that. But I feel like I'm too. You know, I've been lived in my house for nearly fifteen. Yes, I feel like I'm not. I can't see it properly anymore. So I will get somebody to give me some advice for sure. And I think it's what you said um, a little moment ago was that people get overwhelmed. And I know when I look at my house sometimes, and I've sort of been busy and I haven't been able to do the things that I need to do to it to get it ready for you know a dinner party or whatever it is that I'm having. Um, I I am overwhelmed. So when you think about what you have to do to sell a home, I think I've yeah, I know exactly how I um I'd feel. So yeah, absolutely, and it needs to be just you know spookily clean. That my clients mm. who have children, they you know just end up shouting at the kids because you know their toys are everywhere, and and I think that's another um another thing that people find very hard, and another mistake some of my clients make is that it's fine to have the um the house kind of ready for the first open house and ready for the photos but then you have to keep it unnaturally tidy and unnaturally clean for the whole period of the of the campaign and you know not every house sells straight away so it's you have to keep that motivation going really okay imogen thank you so much for joining us today where oh, it's been my pleasure where can our listeners find you um, pretty active on Instagram, so um, I'm at Homestaging Brisbane. That's probably the best way to find me. Terrific! Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thanks, Imogen. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Better Real Estate as much as we did. We'll be back next week with another show. And in the meantime, please take a moment to rate, review and subscribe to the podcast. It's the best way to help other real estate buffs find us. And for more property inspiration and information, go to bhg.com.au forward slash property.